and welcome to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, where my dad, Nick Benson, and Justin Moss talk about being salt and light in a bland and dark world. All right, welcome back to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. I'm here with my brother, Nick Benson. What's up? Hi, Nicholas. Hello. And I'm Justin Moss, and uh, here at the Preserve and Illuminate podcast, we like to be salt and light in a bland and dark world. And uh, we have episode 60. We are 60 episodes old. Nice. It turns out there is no uh, episode social security. It ran out. Yeah, there's no retirement plan. <laughs> there's no retirement plan. So we're going to keep going. we got to keep working, sorry, <laughs> to our 70s at least. No, it's gone. It's all, it's, it's all tapped out. So as soon as, as soon as that. Uh, you soon... snooze, you lose. <laughs> right. <laughs> Supposedly, they were individualizing the accounts. It turns out that money's being used for COVID tests. <laughs> <laughs> and we've been canceled yeah. so <laughs> thanks for stopping by <laughs> no but today's episode um is walk by faith mm. um something that you know we've, we've had on our heart here um so nick what, what, what do you got walk by faith uh well because it was actually kind of cool how this topic was even brought up because you know i feel like we've talked about um faith in general i mean obviously like um, like every episode is faith based but mm. um we've uh, I, l- I had to look back cuz i was i was like man are we like going to double up but it was a we did an episode on faith in action mm. so like w- walk by faith um i feel like for 2022 to kind of kick it off i know we did a you know a here and now last episode to kind of transition into the new year but now that we're in the 2022 you know, what are we going to do? You know, like I know uh, John's saying is, you know, um, but let's see what the Lord's going to do in 2022, you know, and um, which is, is amazing and awesome and, and is, I'm sure, going to be amazing and awesome to see what he's going to do. But we also have to do something as well. Um, so I think walking by faith and kind of uh, sharing a few things on that is, is uh, a good way to encourage even each other mm-hmm. uh, moving forward, because I, I know like. I've vented to you a few times already this week on different random things that um, either happened to me or happens to, you know, in in society or culture that just is um, kind of frustrating or um, even somewhat annoying sometimes or confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, you know, walking by faith and really analyzing and breaking down what that really means, I think, is uh, is helpful um, on all fronts because. Um, leading up to this week, I was working on a devotion and, um, like f- uh, faith walk, walk, f- you know, by faith is, is what was already on my mind and, and heart. So when you, like uh, we were talking about, what are we going to talk about as far as topic wise this week, your first one was walk by faith. And I was kind like, of vomited on you. Yeah. You know, yeah. There was a few <laughs> others too and all good ones too. So it made it really hard to like kind of choose, but that one first one stood out because of the fact that I was already there because that was where my devotion, uh, mm. uh, my, was about. it was centered on that it was on faith walk. Um, and that's been something that's, you know, the Lord's been working on me. My entire walk is knowing that it is a faith walk and it's something that you're going to consistently have to do 
um, every single day. You know, we're picking up our cross daily. So mm. walk, the definition of walk is to advance by steps, to pursue a course or of action or way of life. It's a verb. So it's an action, right? Mm-hmm. So um, then the definition of faith, I, I went to Hebrews 11.1, 1, which says in mm. the NLT, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. So if faith shows the reality of what we hope for and we're advancing or walking, you know, as a course of action or a way of life, then we're constantly or consistently walking towards what we believe in. And if our faith and our belief is in uh, what Jesus set up for us on the cross for, for uh, you know, salvation um, in eternity, then our everyday walk should be, have that in mind, you know, like mm. just being able to to have faith that what we don't see or what we've never seen mm. is what we have to look forward to. Um, and it's true. And it's true. And, um, you know, which is proven over and over in, um, in my life. You know, I, I've seen so much of his truth as I've, you know, kind of looked towards and looked for his answers on things i've found them where i'm like wow i'm so mind blown that you know the same god that was in the bible is the same god that talks to me directly right now Mm. and it gives me kind of like a little you know it gives me that um the energy almost like a boost to like continue to walk you Mm. know because you do need energy in order to walk so you know our faith ultimately is going to uh be the gas almost to 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 give us the energy to go into the next step even you know so where do we find that faith you know where do we find the energy Mm. and for me um the basis of that devotion was around psalms 119 105 Mm. because you know basically it's saying you know his word is a lamp to our feet it's a it's to guide our paths um the the NLT says, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. So, you know, that's where I was like, oh, that's where the faith is going to come from his word. You know, our, our the energy and the, the belief, the, the only way we're going to know him and be able to believe in him in a way to take that next step is being in his word. So that's the, the fuel to that flame, to that mm-hmm. faith flame is getting into his word and being connected that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what, so for me, it kind of was like a, a moment where I was like, wow, like that's crazy that one Justin's like on that same path of like that faith walk or walk by faith. And I feel like we are there because we've experienced so many things, even within this whatever seven, eight day period of, of the new year mm. of people really afraid or really questioning what to do and where we're like, we feel like it's so simple and like because our you know our our faith is a little like i don't want to say stronger that sounds weird but like our, we have more faith in our savior than the worry of what this world is mm-hmm. so we're able to walk in a different manner than people around us that's actually an interesting close to what your comment is because People that don't have Jesus aren't walking by faith, right? Yeah. They're also not on that narrow path. Yeah. And they're wondering why so many things 
are going wrong. Right. Um, conversely to that, we have to ask ourselves, like, can, <clears throat> can they look at us on the narrow path and see that faith walk? Mm-hmm. Or do they see the same thing? Hmm. They see other people freaking out and, you know, losing their mind and or worse yet, you know, people that are just rambunctious and angry and, uh, you know, trying to pick a fight with everybody uh, and telling everybody they're wrong. Right. There's like so many things that we have to be mindful of as we get into this year, uh, because I firmly believe that, you know, this this, this year is going to be uh, a year where it it is time for Christians to to be who we're called to be. Hmm. It's time for us to recognize, you know, that great commission and go out and, 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 and tell the world about Jesus. Right. Um, because, it, you know, the world literally and spiritually is dying. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, people are dying. Right. But also spiritually, people are dying mm-hmm. and there's a decay. But the interesting thing is, I still feel that people are looking. They're looking for the truth. People are still searching for for something. Mm-hmm. They just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And are we, are we prepared enough to show them that? Are we prepared enough to witness to them in, in word and deed, you know, what a Christian is and how important it is to have salvation? Is, is our faith being demonstrated as we walk and interact um, with these people so that they can see Jesus in us? They, they can see that there's a peace mm-hmm. about us. Like, yeah, you know, this sucks, but, you know, I get to go to heaven. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, right. Yeah. Like we get through this. Right. You know, this too shall pass. But we have to be able to do that. Uh, and I think this is a year, you know, for us to do it. Something that um, as I was kind of just praying about where to where to take this topic, at least from my portion, mm-hmm. um, I thought about people that walked by faith. Mm-hmm. Like Abraham mm-hmm. walked by faith. Uh, Peter walked by faith and Paul walked by faith. And those are three examples uh, that I that I kind of thought about, nice. and um, you know Abraham's walk by faith is one of those examples that you know most of us know. But every time I go back to it, like I just I get something new, mm-hmm. and I this, this might be one of the the more read scriptures and portions of scripture for me in my Bible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, but I'm saying that because every time I go back to it, like I get I get something new. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Genesis chapter 22, I'm only going to read verses one through three, and then we could just see a couple of things um, just in those three verses. But also, you know, we know the story. Uh, it says, now it came to pass after these things that God tested Abraham. Key word there, tested. And said to him, Abraham, and he said, here I am. I'm going to stop right there. How many times has God called us? And we can say, here I am. Hmm. That's part of that faith walk. Mm-hmm. Abraham was there by faith saying, here I am. Like that's a servant's answer to his master. Right. Right. Here I am. And he says, take your son, your only son, Isaac, whom you love and go to the land of Moriah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains of which I shall tell you. So Abraham rose early in the morning. If somebody told you to do something and to sacrifice something that you didn't want to give up, would you wake up early to do it? (laughs) I'm serious. It's going to get a little bit deeper. Um, So he rose early in the morning, saddled the donkey, and took two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son. And he split wood for the burnt offering and arose and went to the place which God told him. He did exactly what God told him to do. Mm -hmm. 
he the, the Bible doesn't say he may have been kicking rocks and getting mad and yeah. you know kind of you know, he was chopping that wood a little extra hard. <laughs> but you know the fact is you know, we could look to a couple of things. It says we know post this situation that he was tested. Yeah. Right. But Abraham didn't. And as soon as God called him, he said, here I am. God knew where he was. Right. But he wanted that answer. Yeah. God knows where you are. Mm. He just wants that answer. Right. And that's how that faith walk starts. Right. It's how you answer God. How do you answer your calling? How are you doing what you're supposed to be doing with the talents and abilities that he's given you? That's that here I am. Mm. And he says, obviously, take your son, your only son. And there's a lot. I won't get into this. I promise myself I'm not, I'm not going to get into the rest of this. But the the... The, the, the point that he's saying is your son has become an idol and has become has come between me and you. Mm. So now I need you to go on this journey and spend time and think about and ruminate that one thing that you put between us. And I'm going to ask you to sacrifice it. Mm. And, you, you know, he he Abraham is realizing what God is saying about that, you know, air quotes here, his only son um, who you love. And then he takes him on this journey and then has tells him, you're going to offer him up. You're going to offer him as a burnt offering, right? You're going to offer him up. And, you know, most people, probably everybody, if that was their son, they just wouldn't go. Mm-mm. And they surely would not wake up early and prepare everything and make sure they get on the road quickly. Right. Yeah, it might have been hot that day and they wanted to get on the road, but that's not on your mind when somebody tells you, I, I want you to sacrifice your son. I'm yeah. going to take your son from you. Yeah, yeah. You don't wake up early and be like, all right, cool, let's do this. Ain't no one running to that. Nobody. But that is a good example for us um, for what a, a walk by faith is. Right. He just had faith God was going to work it out. Yeah. And that obedience led to many, many blessings. Hmm. So now that, you know, he is referred to as Father Abraham, mm-hmm. if he doesn't make that sacrifice, if he doesn't make that journey, I would argue if he doesn't wake up early, Right. He would not be Father Abraham. Mm-hmm. But his commitment to that end is kind of what we should look at as a walk by faith. Like mm-hmm. that is walking by faith. Right. And he had such a like a relationship with with God mm-hmm. to trust mm-hmm. him in that way. You know, and I feel like that's um kind of the the the, the base of anyone's faith walk is are they in the word? You know, because I feel like a lot of people that I encounter, yep. you know, um, that are having issues, which we all do have issues, mm-hmm. but a lot of people that are seeking prayer in a, in a desperate way, um, a lot of the times, I can't say all the time, but a lot of the times they're not in the Word. Mm-hmm. They're not reading. They're not praying. They're just, you know, I ask them what they're doing. And it's like, oh, I just got done watching the news. And it's like, okay, well. Do you think maybe that that anxiety and stress might be coming from what you're watching there? You know, because if you substituted that time with reading uh, God's word or praying, you wouldn't have that same anxiety. I like I highly doubt it, you know, because you wouldn't have it in your mind because mm-hmm. you, you would have something heavenly in your mind. You know, something right. that God spoke to you. Right. You will have spent time with, with God. Right. So he's not going to he's not going to. Um, He's not going to give you that same anxiety and worry um, reading his word. Like I've never read anywhere in the Bible that made me anxious or worry about what I was going to do. Like I, it's, That's a great point. It's the opposite. Yeah. You know, like it's always been the opposite. And then 
to like attest to that, the people that I'm thinking of and have talked to, when I tell them that and they read, the next time I talk to them, they say, man, I felt so much better like after reading or after praying or after putting on that worship music or, you know, like something that I substituted it out. So that's why, you know, like that, that replace, you know, thing is, is heavy in my life for my faith walk because I've had to learn how to replace things as I'm walking. Like, mm-hmm. you know, the, oh, secular music. I used to like this certain type of hip hop. Well, mm-hmm. I knew that that was not healthy and that was not leading me in a way that was, you know, of God's will. So what did I do? I replaced it with something that does worship him while also still listening to music or, you know, so I'm able to still worship him and be in in music, you know, where I was using music to be entertained. Well, now it's different. I've replaced it with something else, you know, mm-hmm. so and that's that's helped me in my faith walk. So I've had to do that for many things, many things where I thought was like as a grown up or as a man, you know, or as a father, I should be allowed to do. I should be allowed to watch this movie if I want to watch this movie because, mm-hmm. you know, it's action packed. And But then, you know, is mm-hmm. it edifying? Mm-hmm. Is it something that's going to, uh, you know, make me feel at, at, in God's will or at God's peace afterwards? Mm-hmm. Probably not because I'm going to feel like, you know, if it was action packed, I might feel a little angry. Yeah, a little angry or I, I might feel yeah, aggressive. Yeah, exactly. Or, you know, like exactly like I just feel like those we in order to have faith and be able to put it then into action walking, mm-hmm. you have to get connected with the one that's going to give you the strength to do it mm-hmm. and the ability to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I feel like that getting connected in God's word is going to what is what gives us that 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 strength to to take the next step. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And even, you know, that that connection part is just so important because I, you know, I've experienced the same thing. And I was even having a conversation, you know, with Marla about that, too, because a lot of people that are struggling with things and they and they ask for prayer. Uh, you know, one of the questions we ask is, you know, how, how are you doing with your word? Like, yeah. Oh, it's been like, you know, I haven't read in like a week. It's like, hey, bro. You need you're to read the word. You're running low. You're running yeah, low. You're on fumes, bro. You're on fumes. You made it. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. You're still here. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but you're right. It's 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 almost uh, I'd like to say a hundred percent, you know, common denominator, but I, I, I may be wrong. Yeah. Either way, you need to be in your word, and that's part of that connection that helps you understand um, what your faith is and how you should walk without the examples of people like Abraham and Peter and even Joshua, I got a little bit from Joshua too, Mm. but even these people that, you know, walk by faith, they are the examples for us. Mm -hmm. We wouldn't know this Mm. if we didn't read our word Mm -hmm. and we wouldn't be reminded if we didn't read our word. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you think about, when you think about who we're supposed to be, what our lives um, are created for, right? To worship, to worship God, and how we go about that. You know, the whatever we take in, and however long we take that in, that becomes us, mm-hmm. right? So, um, you know, I was having a conversation with Jordan about like what you, what you take in. Like, there's people that will just be all about sports, right? right. Mm-hmm. All about sports. This is everything for me. And I'm going to be the best, you know, athlete that I could be. I go, but 
you know, what have you done to prepare yourself for just because you watched it on TV and you studied it like Mm -hmm. it, like the rubber has to meet the road. Like your feet have to be able to do what your mind says that you could do. Yeah. Well, our faith walk is no different, right? You know, if, if, if I'm taking in sports and I'm taking in action movies and I'm taking in all this stuff, well, that's what I'm going to be thinking about. And that's all I have as a fuel to burn for my fire. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Conversely, if, if we're reading the word, then we can see, well, hold on a second. Like Abraham had to sacrifice his son. He woke up early. Like he was all about it. Like mm-hmm. that was, he was, he was doing it. Right. That's what I should be doing. Right. Yeah. So what we, if I have that in my mind, to your point earlier, if that's at the top of your mind and that's what you were reading, then that will come out in your walk and you'll be equipped. Yeah. And that's why we read the word. It's, it's so that we can be equipped and so that we can understand who God is and what he wants to tell us and what he has for our lives. A lot of people will misconstrue that as being um, narrow or <laughs> or um, or believing in something that, that 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 you can't see, but that's why it's faith. That's why you read, um, you know, Hebrews chapter eleven. Right. That's why that the, the hall of faith starts out with just defining what faith <laughs> yeah. is, right? And I like in the New King James, it says faith is the substance of things, right? Right? It's a substance. That means it's tangible, yeah. right? Even though you can't see it, mm-hmm. that that does mean it's tangible, right? Mm-hmm. No different than the air, right? You know, we need it. We know it's there, right? People are are, are, are screaming for it right now to have COVID real bad. Mm-hmm. Like they need that. Um, but at the same time, for us to walk by faith, we need the word. Yes, We have to have this word in us and have it committed to memory and have, you know, thoughts about it. And, and, and that's where the Lord speaks to us. And that's how we're able to walk by faith. That's how the things that are physical in front of you are conquered by the things spiritual behind you. Mm. Yeah, that's good. And it, you know, it's 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 cool how the, the Lord works through his word, too, because even, you know, praying about what to share for a devotion, you know, leading up to it. You see a theme or something start to pop out as you're reading and mm-hmm. as you're going through the day. And that's where like the Psalm, you know, 119, 105 came up because, you know, I, I like that verse before this, Mm -hmm. but it started to pop up. And when I thought, when I got the thought, oh, that might be the verse to use for, to kind of base a devotion around the very next day, the verse of the day happens to be Psalms 119, 105. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. oh, that's funny. Like how, uh, God is like, you know, and it happens one time, and I'm like, okay. And then it happens like a second, a third. I'm like, okay. Like, I'm, you know, I'm because I'm stubborn. So it takes me a little bit to be like, oh, yeah, duh. God's talking to me right now. And he <laughs> oh, says, oh, my God. Yeah. He said, hey, uh, here I am. Psalms 119. <laughs> because, um, you know, I, um, so now we're talking, like, I'm thinking faith walk, mm-hmm. you know, at this point, because now I, Psalm 119, 105 is talking about the word, you know, illuminating your steps. So now mm-hmm. we're talking about a walk. So now I'm like starting to see all these verses pop out as I'm reading that have the word walk in it, mm-hmm. you know? So now, now I'm like more, my attention is more uh, sensitive to faith and walk now because mm-hmm. now it's on my radar because God put it there. So, you know, second Corinthians five, seven mm-hmm. came up, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and uh, the NLT kind of messes it up. So I might need your help on, the translation because I don't have my the U version open. Um, so like in chapter five, Paul's telling them about like their new bodies, what they have to look forward to, right? Mm-hmm. Like going into heaven. 
uh, where then he says in verse 7, for we live, you know, because basically he's saying like in verse 6, so we are always confident, even though we know that as long as we live in these bodies, we are not at home with the Lord. For you know, uh, Verse 7, for we live by believing and not by seeing. So yours says, so I'll go six, I'll go six through eight. Okay. Okay. So it says, so we are always confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord for we walk by faith, not by sight. And then verse eight says we are confident. Yes. Well, pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. Amen. So that's that walking by faith and not by sight. So Mm -hmm. we're walking by we live by believing, not by seeing. So, um, so that that verse came to 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 mind because it's mm-hmm. a you know a walk by faith, not by sight. So you know, twenty twenty two, there's a lot of sights and visuals that we could be seeing that could mm-hmm. be distracting that that walk. So we got to be plugged in. And um, uh, John MacArthur's commentary for five seven, he says the Christian can hope for a heaven he has not seen. He does. He does so by believing what Scripture says about it and living by that belief. Mm. So that's that faith walk. We read His Word to get faith, and then we walk it out in the walk way <laughs> in the way that we live. Come on, Nick. So Psalms one nineteen, one o five, and reading to one twelve, kind of uh, solidifies the point here. So it starts 105, it says, Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. I've promised it once, and I'll promise it again. I will obey your righteous regulations. I have suffered much, O Lord. Restore my life again as you promised. Lord, accept my offering of praise and teach me your regulations. My life constantly hangs in the balance, and I will not stop obeying your instructions. The wicked have set their traps for me, but I will not turn from your commandments. Your laws are my treasure. They are my my heart's delight. I am determined to keep your decrees to the very end. Mm. So that's so good, right? For me, I was like, you know, the word is that lamp. So how do we continue to walk by faith? Is we continually obey his instructions, or I will not turn from your commandments. Your laws are my treasure. So that's like putting God's word in front of everything. That he's making God's word his strength and his power mm-hmm. and then he's able to have faith and step on that and then he's able to take the next step because god's word keeps illuminating mm-hmm. that step boom 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 you know so reminds me of uh what was the movie big i think with the piano he's stepping oh, yeah, light, yeah. Lit, yeah, yeah, <laughs> lighted yeah. steps so like i picture that like when you know god's talking he's gonna illuminate each path or each step as you're walking so mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a lot in there that you said um which is good. No, I'm serious. It's really good. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned about not not seeing that faith. Every time somebody says, like, you know, well, how, how do I know? Mm-hmm. I always go back to, to Stephen the martyr. Yeah. Because before he was martyred, he has this little portion of, uh, a, 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 it's like a monologue almost, right? But it's basically, he recounts what he sees before his death. Mm-hmm. And in case you don't remember this portion of scripture, Stephen just called everybody out. He mm-hmm. called everybody out, right? He called him, I love it, stiff neck, you stiff neck. <laughs> but he called everybody out, right? And then you, you can see what happens afterwards, right? He says, when they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed at him with their teeth. 
But he, being full of the Holy Spirit, gazed into heaven and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God and said, Look, I see heavens opened up and the Son of Man standing at the right hand of God. He got a glimpse into heaven. He got a glimpse into heaven. And that, that I'm, I'm always reminded mm. of what he, what he saw. And just, I always, I, like, I don't know why I picture it. Like him kind of on his knees, about to get stoned. Like it's it. Yeah. And then he just looks up. He's like, whoa. Yeah. Because you've heard stories of people saying, oh, wow, or something to that effect. Yeah. That were believers that right before they passed, everybody's like, what? Yeah, what did you see? What did you see? Yeah. And they're gone. Yeah. Right. So you can't convince me otherwise, first of all, but you know, <laughs> to, to help you understand like how that faith walk is and what you're walking towards, it's that. Yeah. It's that, right? You're you're walking towards that. It's so profound that some people have just, you know, like said that mm -hmm. at the end of their life right before they pass. They get that glimpse of like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Like, think about that. That's what we're walking towards. I mean, that's what our faith is about. And that's really what we as as christians should one be walking towards obviously but two be demonstrating and sharing with others mm -hmm. like there's something better than what the world is telling you right like the, the, what what you're going through what we see what is happening what things are available for you to get there's so much more than that like mm -hmm. you're chasing the wrong thing because in the end let's just say on your side of that argument that you just die then what like you did all that for nothing because you couldn't take any of it with you what did it matter right so that your name would be worth something that's gonna go in a hundred years too you know what i mean like that that's that's what that's what we have to give people that hope that gospel that 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 good news mm. that good news message uh, that jesus conquered the grave mm. um but i actually appreciate you bringing up um those last points too because pastor he started in Ephesians mm -hmm. this past week, and he was talking about um, blessings and how we have to realize what we've been blessed with, you know. And and then um, I wrote down a couple of his quote, the quotes that he said, but one that stuck out the most is says, um, "No, we have been blessed and walk in it." Mm -hmm. And like I said, like the faith walk, the, so those things have been sticking out in my head a lot when um, you know listening and reading. So when pastor said that, it obviously stuck out because I was like, oh, no, you have been blessed and walk in it. So, you know, how do you know you've been blessed? Like I said, you read the word, you get connected to, to God so that you know him in his word. And then you're able to walk and turn it into a deed because you know it. Mm -hmm. So it's more than just the head knowledge. Now it's actual. You turn it into the, that action, to that verb. So in the Unger's Bible dictionary, it says walk is often used in scripture for your con for conduct in life. Mm -hmm. So your general demeanor or deportment. Um, it also goes on to say in the Old Testament and New Testament, we find God promising to walk with his people and his people and sorry, God promising to walk with his people and his people on the other hand, desiring the influence of the Holy Spirit that they may walk in his statutes. Mm. So, you know, we we find, you know, all throughout scripture promises of God saying that he's with us, that he will be, do not be afraid. I am with you. Mm -hmm. And that's like one of those things that empower or should empower us in that daily walk, that the fact that God is with us and it's like, 
you know, we just passed Christmas, right? So like Emmanuel. Emmanuel. What? what does Emmanuel mean, right? God is with us. Sometimes, so for some reason, we only remember that during Christmas. Yeah. The fact that he is Emmanuel. That means he's with us. And he, when Jesus died and, and gives us the Holy Spirit, the that promise, that means he's for like with us like at all times. So he's walking with us. He's in us, in our hearts, right? So we have to walk it says um as in our conduct in life so that's just it turns our life that's why we're a new creation that's why it's a turnaround because now we're walking in his ways rather than our own ways Hmm. it's an about face amen i love that yeah um pastor dropped a bunch of nuggets right (laughs) on wednesday night on ephesians i was so happy he went in the feet that's one of my favorite books it's same here right romans ephesians and james and when he said ephesians i was like Hey now, right? I'm like, hey now. <laughs> Let's do this. Um, so, someone else that um, that reminded me that I went to, you know, was Peter and how his faith walked. Because Peter had a lot of like, you know, where he walked on water, hmm. um, and then and then he looked down. And he's like, "Wait, I'm walking on water." <laughs> right? What's going um, on here? But um, my favorite story in the Bible is the restoration of Peter hmm. um, because of how he's met because of how Jesus restores him, how he takes him back to his childhood and then brings him forward to his death. Um, and I kind of want to focus on that on John chapter 21 um, and only look at verses 18 through through 19. Um, hmm. Like, because of what? Because of what it says. And this is Jesus speaking after he tells him the last time to feed my sheep, right? So picking up verse 18 here, Jesus said, Most assuredly I say to you, When you were younger, you girded yourself and walked wherever you wished. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. This he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, follow me, follow me. So the question is, if you knew how you were going to die, you would spend the rest of your life avoiding that. <laughs> I'm serious. True. Na- human nature, you would spend the rest of your life avoiding it. Yeah. If anybody found out how they were going to die. That's what Iron Man did. Right. That's what <laughs> this guy did. <laughs> Iron he Man. saw he was going to die did. and he created all the, the gadgets and gadgets yeah, to protect him. To protect him. him, right? The suit of armor around the world. We're not going there, but that's what happened. Sorry. Right? No, but that's good because that's a great example because that's exactly what he did. Right. And it, and and if somebody told you that, you know, you were going to die in this manner, you would say, okay, I'm not doing that thing. Yeah. And then I get to live a little bit longer. Peter, mm. on the other hand, strengthened his walk and walked by faith because he knew that he was going to do it, but mm-hmm. why he was going to do it. In that moment, maybe he looked at John and he said, oh, well, what about him? He says, well, what are you worried about him for? If I will that he remain till I return, what does that matter to you? You yeah. follow me, is what he tells them. And you could see this interaction and how this all kind of sets in Peter. And then we can go back to Acts chapter two and just see how Peter's invigorated and starts just like he he, he does that about face, right? And he just he becomes a Peter that Jesus said that you know I'm going to call you Peter because on you I'm going to call you Cephas right. because upon you the church will be built. He became knew, that rock. Yeah, became that rock. Hmm. He knew 
that Peter was going to be the man that he called him to be. Peter understood that he was going to die mm -hmm. and be persecuted because of what he was called to do. Right. And instead, he walked by faith. If Peter can do that, knowing how he's going to die, how can we not right. walk by faith? How can we not do what God has called us to, to do? And then, like you said earlier, we'll find that in the word. And that's why this kind of really came to mind, because obviously it's my favorite story. Mm. But Peter's walk by faith after this moment, after his restoration, and he encounters Jesus on the shore. It should be the same for us when we encounter Jesus. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we, we're all going to die, mm -hmm. right? But we all don't have to go to hell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we have an opportunity, and that's, that's why, um, again, yeah, I feel it's important for us to share, share the gospel. Right. Yeah. Even more so right mm -hmm. now, too. And yeah, you're right. Like, I'm glad you made that point, because I was going to say, like, you know, as morbid as it sounds, we all are destined to die. Like, mm -hmm. you know, death is 100 percent because our bodies will come to an end. Um, but the cool thing is, is that we do have that hope outside of that, you know, physical end. Mm -hmm. um, and you can't, you know, I can't help but think where he like. Jesus told him, follow me. Yeah. It's like, okay, so how are you going to follow him if you're not walking? You know, you got to walk with him in order to follow him. And if we're scared of what is before us and we stop walking, hmm. you know, we're going to lose sight of the one that's going to get us to the next step. Mm -hmm. And then we are going to be fearful of what uh, may, you know, lay ahead or lie ahead. Um, and back to the Psalm 119, like the, that last verse that I read, 112, it's, it ends saying, I am determined to keep your dec decrees to the very end. Mm -hmm. And that's that Stephen moment, you know, like he, mm -hmm. he kept, he kept God's, he was determined to, you know, to, to share what Jesus did and has done and kept that all the way to the end. And then was like blessed to see you know, Jesus before actually entering into heaven and Jesus actually like receiving him even into mm -hmm. heaven at that point, basically, uh, which is mind blowing, you know, like that's that, you know, that well done, you know, my good and faithful servant mm -hmm. that pastor talks about, you yeah. know, and like, you know, a lot of, you know, myself included, but a lot of pastors say that very, you know, that's the, that's what we should look forward to. Mm -hmm. And that's what we should walk towards is that, you know, you know, well done. Yeah. Like what we in, strive for. Yeah. Yeah. Because if we can't get there, we're obviously stuck somewhere in the mud, you know, on this side. And God's so gracious. He gives us so much uh, time and opportunity to, to walk out of that mud and get ourselves out of there. We don't have to become clean like he's going to do that part. Mm -hmm. But we do have to walk to him you know that is that step he's only a step away but at the same time we do have to make that that first step take that first step yeah amen um so a couple of things because the last one i had is is paul i didn't think i was gonna get to him but i think we might be able to we're doing it because paul's paul's faith walk is is probably one of the the best ones that we can see uh, in scripture because of what he went through and how steadfast Paul was, right? So in mm -hmm. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, uh, there's a lot of verses here, but it's just because Paul kind of lays down his experience. And I'm going to preface this, and I'll probably bring it up again. These are the things that 
have happened to to Paul. Mm-hmm. This isn't everything oh, that's gonna nice. happen to Paul. Okay, so just just keep that in mind. Okay, but these are the things that Paul went through, and then he's still he's still gonna bring it. Okay, so Second Corinthians chapter eleven uh, verses twenty two through thirty three. So he's 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 uh he's calling some things out, and then he'll kind of get into it. So he says, "Are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I." Are they the seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? Question mark. I speak as a fool. I am more in labors more abundant, in stripes above measure, in prisons more frequently, in deaths often. From the Jews, five times I received 40 stripes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was stoned. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I have been in the deep. And journeys often, and perils of waters, and perils of robbers, and perils of my own countrymen, and perils of the Gentiles, and perils in the city, and perils in the wilderness, and perils in the sea, and perils among false brethren, and weariness, and toil, and sleeplessness often, and hunger, and thirst, and fasting often, and cold, and nakedness, besides other things, what, a, what comes upon me daily. My deep concern for all the churches. Who is weak? and I am not weak. Who is made to stumble, and I do not burn with indignation? If I must boast, I will boast in the things which concern my infirmity. The God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who is blessed forever, knows that I am not lying. In Damascus, the governor under Aretas the king was guarding the city of the Damascenes with a garrison desiring to arrest me. But I was let down in a basket through a window in the wall and escaped from his hands. Mm. Those are just the things that Paul had experienced so far. So much. But you could see that his concern was for the church. Church. Yeah, that's cool. It was for the church. His faith was not about what was going to happen to him. He realized, I went through all of this. Like this was, these were all bad things, right? Mm-hmm. Any, any one of these could have been life ending for him. And instead he just kept walking by faith. That's how, you know, before this in second Corinthians five, seven, he could say that, mm-hmm. you know, I'll walk by faith, not by sight. Mm-hmm. Like I know I'm going to get through this. Yeah, like he had an encounter with Jesus and we have to ask ourselves if we had that same encounter. And if so, and we are claiming to be Christians, then we have to walk by faith. We're mm-hmm. called to, mm-hmm. and we have, Paul as an example of what it looks like to walk by faith because he was under attack perpetually, continually. He was just under attack, but he just kept going mm-hmm. so much so that his witness to that Philippian jailer saved that Philippian jailer, mm-hmm. right? Mind blown, right? The Philippian jailer had no clue what he was going to get when he showed up for work that night, right? <laughs> for real. But he showed up, right? And he's like, all right, you know, all I got to do is just stand here. Nobody leaves and we're good. Yeah. And all of a sudden, right? His life has changed because he had an encounter. That's cool. Because he had an encounter. Now, here's the challenge. Can people have that same encounter with us? Mm. Is our witness of singing psalms and praise and praying loud enough and a witness enough to show others who Jesus is Mm. and have them ask us, what must I do to be saved? Mm. And we have to be those witnesses. But that's Paul's faith walk is, is, is one of, one of the the most detailed, but one of the, the 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 amazing examples that we have because of all these things that he went through. Each of these things that he went through, and it didn't stop him from sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. So, what do we have to complain about? Huh? Just Man, saying. Oh, that was a lot in there, huh? Yeah, that's. Um, 
I know I've shared it before, but that there's like a there's a song that starts with that question asking like, you know, what oh like, you know, what did you do for Christ? Like if you're facing Peter and Paul in heaven and they're asking you that question. Ooh, like, what did you right, do for Christ? Like right. as you're coming into heaven, it's yeah. like, ouch. Like, like, uh, like looking at Paul, you know, he right. says, what, five times he took 39 lashes, you know, like, like he was tore up, you know, like no wonder, you know, he looked forward to that new body that he's talking about in five, yeah. in second Corinthians five, he's talking about looking forward to that, that new body, because, you know, not only was he, you know, not known for being a, a very handsome man in general, mm-hmm. they, they kind of have, you know, not good things to say about his looks, but then to kind of picture the fact that he was stoned and, you know, they thought it was with dead. rods and uh, what 30, 39 lashes five times shipwrecked you know like he was bit by a snake if I remember right you know uh, he's been through it and mm. he still walked by faith and he still delivered the majority of the New Testament for us now as believers and mm. you know that's why you know Paul is one of my superheroes you know obviously of the faith is because he did endure the hardships of life in a way that someone that gave hardships was probably deserving, you know, like the Lord really worked on him because of the work he did against him mm-hmm. ahead of time, mm-hmm. you know, because Paul was a persecutor of the, the way, the of Christian, the way. you know, like, like he, that. yeah, he was, he was against all this and then had that encounter and had an about face. So it's like, you know, what a, like, what a testimony that is to those people that knew the Paul before or the Saul. And then now they, you know, meet Paul. I'm like, wait, you're not even the same guy, a different name. It's like, yeah, like that's what God does. He, mm-hmm. he, he, he switches your name from Simon to, to Peter, you know, like he, he gives us that, that, you know, that empowerment in order to be what he sees us as mm-hmm. not what we're called here, you know? So, for me to end on closing notes is with Paul also, and because I love Ephesians, I'm going back there. Bringing um, it, Ephesians five. Oh, there it is. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do fifteen through seventeen. All right. Um, because I had opened up um, talking to sharing that the um, that the Unger's dictionary says that the Old Testament and New Testament we find God promising to walk with his people and his people on the other hand, desiring the influence of the Holy spirit that they may walk in his statutes. So the Holy spirit is what's going to be that illuminated path, you know, like mm-hmm. that, those, that light and that lit step or those lighted steps I was talking about is the Holy spirit, you know, lighting those steps for us as we get, you know, closer to him or as we connect to him uh, in his word. So, he goes on to, uh, Paul goes on to say in Ephesians 5.15, so um, in NLT, he says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. So be careful how you live or walk circumspectly. That's why, you're, that's why you're laughing. Uh <laughs> In the big boy Bible, right? <laughs> well, I think I, I, I think I'm gonna relegate our big boy Bible. We're just gonna call it like the teenage Bible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. King James, King is the big James, boy. that's yeah, the big boy Bible. That's right, that's right. That's the that King Graves, the, the man Bible. <laughs> right. <laughs> we do the him and his Leonidas voice. <laughs> <laughs> I could try, but I can't really do it. Not there, sorry. Uh, but yeah, so so walk circumspectly. So mm-hmm. be careful how you live, or uh, live wisely, right? Um, 
and then it says to to not don't live like fools and then um John MacArthur says a fool was not so named because of intellectual limits, but because of unbelief. Mm-hmm. So the fool verbiage or calling someone a fool was not because they were just dumb. It was because they didn't believe. They're they're unbelievers. Yeah. So they're just a fool. So and there's, there's some duality about. to that. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. It's kind of funny to think yeah. of. Um, but then it says, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. How are you going to understand what the Lord wants you to do if you're not reading his word? So preferably, you know, an hour into an episode, I think we're driving home the point that in order to walk by faith, you have to get connected to God and his word and then strive to walk in those or commandments or his statutes is what the word says that mm-hmm. walk in his ways mm-hmm. and realize that we are a blessed people no matter what we're going through because look at what paul had to endure so yes some people's lives are going to be harder other people's walks are going to be a little bumpier than others um, but together um, as we encourage each other and as we get into our own personal word and walk um we're able to see the light at the end of the tunnel mm. and know that, you know, there is a hope past whatever this world wants to show or distract or uh, scare us with. Mm. Um, because what pastor said this past week really ministered to me and he said it before many times and I've even heard it, but, um, you know, the opposite of love is not hate. Mm-hmm. It's the opposite of love is fear. Yeah. And I, I, I didn't, I couldn't realize that at that moment until he said it. And I was like, wow, that's amazing because when people think that we're not loving because we're not doing what they're doing, they think we're hating. But in reality, it's more of their fear not seeing the actual love Mm -hmm. in front of them. Even if I'm walking in the straightest of ways, people can say that I'm not because I'm not doing what they're doing. Right. And we can only love back because, you know, and I'm trying to be careful in my words, but at the same time, we don't hate them in return to their fear. Mm-hmm. We have to love them in return of their fear. Mm-hmm. And that's really hard to do. Mm-hmm. And I've, that's like some of the things I've vented to you this past week of how hard that has been to do. Um, because people think we do hate other people by not doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the world is looking at people that are pushing back, quote unquote, um, as uh, being uncaring Mm -hmm. and uncompassionate. And Mm -hmm. it's far from the truth. It's actually the opposite. It's like, man, I actually feel bad for you right now and I'm praying for you. But at the same time, it's hard not to get. Not to want to punch you. Yeah. What? <laughs> lay hands on the holy hands on you. Hands on you. Lay some hands on you in the back of the store. What? <laughs> so yeah, that's you know. I'm with you, man. Sorry, uh, <laughs> but I I feel you know I, I it, for me personally, and I don't know mm. if someone listening needs to hear that, but um, we have to keep loving on those people that yes. think we're hating because they're just fearful of what they're they just don't know the truth, so they're fearful because of what the world's showing them and giving them because it's nothing but things to be afraid of. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you know, 
if you're not afraid. Yeah. If you're not living in fear. <laughs> yeah. Um, that is, I, that is a great point. And, and, and pastor, you know, brought that up. And even he was, as he was closing Ephesians chapter one, verses one through six, um, he, he said, I wrote this down too, because he says, we need to walk in those blessings mm-hmm. because he gets the glory, right? Mm-hmm. And man cannot save himself. Um, but he says that we need to walk in those blessings. And then he said this, whatever we go through, we will be conformed to the image of Christ. So in order for us to be conformed, we have to take those steps and mm-hmm. face those tough things and go through those trials and tribulations that Paul spoke about. But that's how we're conformed into the image of Christ. Mm-hmm. And how I wanted to, you know, kind of close um, my closing note. It was a simple verse, right? First Corinthians 1 11, verse 1. Uh, he says, imitate me just as I also imitate Christ. We have to ask ourselves, to your point, is what we're doing showing people Christ? Yeah. Is what we're doing showing them that? And, you know, you and I had a, had a, had a great conversation about that where, you know, we're both kind of checking our hearts going, you know, we, we got to find a way to do that. But how do we do that? Mm-hmm. And then tell them that they're wrong. You're wrong. Yeah. Right. How do we do that? Because we know they're wrong. And maybe us conforming is a little bit of us being able to prove that they're wrong we we will never be able to sit at that table if we upset people or mm-hmm. if we don't show them love or if we try to confront their fear mm-hmm. that, that's that's not our our job right because right. perfect love casts out all fear yeah that perfect love is not found in us it's found in jesus right so although we are to model that and try to imitate it we can never fully fulfill that prophecy in their lives. That has to be their relationship with Jesus, right. their relationship with God through Jesus. That's how it manifests itself. That's and, a good point. And for us, we we have to we have to just be those witnesses. And it's never it's never been tougher mm-hmm. um, because we were talking about it, you know, before uh, about how tough it is to be able to just like none of this makes sense. And, 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 and I don't want to follow your nonsense that doesn't make sense. But if I don't, then I'm just, you're, we're sowing seeds of dissension mm-hmm. and that gap, that divide from where they should be and who they know, who they can look to, to witness that is getting further and further and further away mm-hmm. as we're, you know, as we're just, you know, being annoying to them, right. In their mm-hmm. minds. And we're being challenging authority we're rebels right yeah. that's not what, what 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 god called us to be you know right. what i mean that's not what jesus said right you know when when he was confronted he said well give me the coin whose face is on this coin and they're like well it's caesar all right give to caesar what's caesar let him have it who cares right but give to god what is god right yeah and they're always like yeah jesus overthrew tables i'm like yeah jesus overthrew the tables yeah. but why mean, though that doesn't mean you go and throw some tables there's a there's a <laughs> there, the reason he tossed those tables is because they were cheating right. in the temple. Okay, right. our body is the temple, and we should be letting Jesus toss some the temples, tables in our hearts right. about what's happening, Thank anything you. that's foul or false. Yes, we should, but he, 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 you know, in some versions, right, fashioned a whip and drove them out. Right, but there's a reason. Mm-hmm. Right, that's his temple. Yeah cleansed it right cleanse his temple yeah right but we do we have to let that that happen in our hearts we can't go toss somebody else's tables in their heart no right i can't go in nick's temple and start tossing tables and be like dude you're messed up who likes hot mayonnaise yeah. got him oh, oh that's gross oh, got, <laughs> got him <laughs> wow <laughs> 
serious end to wah. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, and you got to ask us if you see us what that is. We're going to leave you hanging. Yeah. Just leave them hanging. Not even a poll for that one. Not, not even. But <laughs> again, we, we, we have to imitate Christ and whatever we go. That, that is where our walk by faith is exhibited. Obviously, it's a relationship between us and him, but it should also be a witness to others. And I think that is ever more important. Like I mentioned in the beginning here, mm-hmm. and I want to mention it at the end. That we that we are witnesses of Jesus. Mm-hmm. However, we have to do that. Sometimes it's doing stuff that we may not um, agree with. Um, but is that one of those tribulations that Paul went through for us, mm-hmm. where he's able to witness to somebody else? We got to pray about that. Let's pray then. Let's do it, Nick. All right, dear Jesus, thank you uh, for today. Thank you for blessing us and watching over us. Thank you for this uh, time we've had to. To talk about you um, and on your podcast, Lord, we thank you for this opportunity. I just pray that uh, we do walk um, in your ways, Lord, and I pray that we do look um, to to you uh, for our next step. And I pray that we have the faith to to follow your instructions and not be um, scared or even conformed to what the world might be doing. I pray that we're conformed to 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 your Son, Lord. I pray that we um, never forget what you've done for us and what you set up in our lives and and the callings you've uh, personally given to each one of us. I pray that we grab hold of that and, uh, and follow your um, instruction and calling um, with full force, Lord. And not a, not you, you don't like lukewarm. I I pray that we're on fire uh, for you um, in this, uh, in this society and culture as we walk out to be, uh, those those the lit light for you uh, reflecting only what you give us and reflecting your son to to everyone that we encounter lord i just thank you for all that you do uh, for us personally and and for our families lord and i pray that you can keep us all safe i pray for everyone listening that you also keep them safe and and please keep them all sickness and virus free uh during this time lord i pray that you um give us the strength um and power to endure through the fearful times or through the unknown, um, and that we trust that what we don't know, you do, and you've already been there and done that, and you're leading us right into your glory. We thank you, we love you, and it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And don't forget, Jesus loves you, and so do we. Thank you for listening to the Preserve and Illuminate podcast. We hope and pray this episode has brightened up your day. We appreciate you, and if possible, please post or share with anyone anyone that may also enjoy our podcast. God bless.